electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market Moving Insight and Analysis. Join Jim Cramer, David Faber, and me, Carl Quintanilla, on the opening bell hour of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Good Monday morning and welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm David Faber, Jim Cramer. We are live from the New York Stock Exchange. Happy Monday, everybody. Carl has the morning off. Let's give you a look at futures. Yes, he does. Yeah, I like answer them. To your question. Tyler. Yeah, Jim asked me, is Carl off this morning? I was like, yeah, I think so. That's why I'm sitting to your right. Uh, there you look uh, where we're headed uh, in a half hour from now when we start uh, trading. Um, looks like we're going to have a lower open, of course. Uh, silly futures traders. Let's get to our roadmap this morning. We're going to start with uh, weakness in China, and that certainly is having an impact on the market. The country's economy stumbled in July, causing its central bank to unexpectedly cut two key interest rates and the performance of that economy having an impact on oil, which we'll also get to. Speaking of slowing, Peloton and Best Buy both announcing that they will be cutting jobs this as we head into a busy week for the retailers, that is earnings yes. related. Yes. And finally, no lovin' for app lovin'. Company uh, says no thank you, reaffirms its commitment to Iron Source, that is Unity, of course, doing the no thank yous there. <clears throat> we'll give the details. We'll start though with the markets. And, of course, worries about that slowdown in China, that country's central bank announcing surprise rate cuts and any number of the indicators. Yeah, any number of the indicators um, show things are not moving very quickly. Let, let's take it head on. In the old days, every time they cut rates, the market used to go higher. Now there's a belief, I think, worldwide that they're in a 2008-2010 program, meaning that they don't know what to do, that they have mortgage problems. I push back and say, wait a second, it is a totalitarian government. They can wipe out any debt that they want. There's no, uh, let's go to Congress and hold this thing up. There's no TARP issue. They'll just, if they have to, close the, the bad actors and uh, they'll detain them. So I think that the idea that our market is trading off China, including our oil market, is just once again, thin Friday, a uh, thin Monday, uh, August after Big Friday. Yeah, what you do about nothing. Much you like certain stocks, do some buy. Well, you got to grab a hold of some story, don't you, when you're in the market? Okay, so okay. I, okay, so that, all right, so at around quarter four, there was no narrative. No one knew what to do. On Friday, you mean? No, this morning. Oh, quarter of four <laughs> no in one, the morning. No one knew what to do. Right. You just were like that a little bit. Now, in the three hours between then and when I got dressed, it was a full-scale round. And then in the last two hours, oil's back in bear market territory. But nothing has happened. So I find it to be a little fatuous, not unlike Bed Bath, looking like it got a bid because of the meme people. Uh, so it, 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 that's why I say much to do about nothing, which is not a great play, just a great title. You know that that's one of its weakest. Yes. Yes. Um, we spoke many times about the strict COVID lockdowns in China having yes. an impact. We knew they were, it was having an impact. Obviously, uh, the country is more open now than it had been right. previously. I don't know what numbers are going to look like going forward, well, um, but how much of this is backward looking into a certain extent? And I don't know what the expectations are when it comes to uh, a cut 
in rates there. As you pointed out, though, previously the market might have moved higher. Right. Well, look, they let the insurance companies, they cut the insurance uh, country, uh, their reserve rate. Uh, they used to be a big source of capital. Uh, there are so many bankruptcies, including that Evergrande. That right. I mean, you made the point. This is this is also coupled with a the property bubble. Right. Uh, and they deflating. definitely have a property bubble. But again, it's not. And maybe they can't give as much money to the Belt and Road Initiative. Sri Lanka in trouble. Who's next to be? Who's not going to pay off Belt and Road next? But David, we can become China centric, or we can become India centric, with 1.4 billion people, or Indonesia's. Uh, centric. We have a lot Brazilian center. If we just wake up and determine what we're going to do as traders, as investors off of China, I think we're going to be really yeah, stupid. All right, but it is the world's second largest economy. Well, so what? We're the world's first largest, and yes, I can argue least that we, we have tremendous demand. We don't know what to do. We had layoffs at Best Buy, which amounted to like five stores. We have Peloton, but they had too many people. We, we If you look at automatic data, you look at ADP, look at their chart. That is a measure of what's going on in our country. So we can fall prey to the idea that, that President Xi, whom I think we put in office basically forever because we went and did the, exactly what, what the Chinese nationalists both, all didn't want, which is for us going to Taiwan. And we act as if, like, why do we, you know, we decided to saber rattle? It hasn't really done anything. But I just think that we're not China, we're the U.S. And we're trading like we are China. And that's just fatuous future trading going back and forth because there's nothing to do. It's uh, the equivalent of choppy when they should be doing nothing. I mean, there's nothing. Right. I mean, what, what happens if I came in here and the future unchanged? There's nothing. Oh, well, China well, And by the way, they very well may be a half hour or an hour into saying. trading today. Take I a get look it. at what I gets get knocked it. down. As long as it's All not right, Halion, don't buy it. Take me off of last week, Getty. though, where we had two obviously key indicators in, uh, show that inflation is at least taper than it had been. Right. CPI well, that was flat, a PPI that was down a bit month to month. Obviously, inflation is still raging, but not quite as much. Well, and mean, we had a market that responded quite positively to that and the prospect, perhaps, that the Fed will be done a bit sooner. Well, I think that when you say that it's peak inflation, the people who have bet their careers that it isn't uh, usually come up with it's not peak or it's going to come back. And there are more people who bet their careers against the June 14th rally than I've seen in a long time. If you lay over June 14th with the current, that was June 14th was the peak of the tenure. You talk about like 3.4. Right. Uh, the people who were negative June 13, 14, where people said, okay, the bear market's down 20%. Now's the beginning of the rollover. Okay, now's the beginning. And at 3.4, now's the march to 4.0. Those people were the people who have stuck by their lack of opportunity on the short side, but they keep going. So they rejoice today. They'll be anywhere you want. I mean, don't walk down the street. You'll probably get hit one of them jumping out a window. There is, without a doubt, to me, a cohort of people who refuse to believe no matter what. And yet, when you look at June 15, 14, 13, and you see the spike in oil to 115, which, of course, now we're in the mid-80s, you see the, future, you see the interest rates up big, and you realize that that was the last hot CPI. And then you have flat CPI, and then you have down CPI. That's the beginning. But when you say that, it's considered to be uh, apostasy. You're an apostate. I am not an apostate. I am a person who looks at the fact that oil spiked to 115 and then went down, and interest rates went to 3.4 and have been going down. And that's just empirical. And it's, I'm not going to be contrary against something that's occurring at this moment. Right, right. Although that said, there are plenty of very sophisticated investors who have told me and still seem to be holding on to the idea 
that earnings in particular are going to get hit in the coming quarters as a result of significant reductions in demand and that this rally is unsupported ultimately because we're going to need not higher multiples, but we're going to get lower well, multiples given the lack of earnings growth and, in fact, the reduction overall year to year. Well, look, I mean, we're going to see numbers in the next three days that are very indicative of how strong the consumer is and whether we have a maybe perhaps we have an inventory backup, uh, which is which would signal it. I know that the bears uh, have in their quiver the fact that if, if the ADP is right and we keep looking for job, you know, we have people yeah. looking for jobs and, they, and they're able to um, augment their salary every time they move the job hoppers then yeah, those people will be right. You do need to see some softness in wages, which there's been none. None, no. Uh, and you need to see uh, used cars go down in prices, but temporary. And, and most anything, important, you need rent. You need rent to come down. Anything to be taken from, I guess, the August New York Manufacturing Index collapsing to, uh, this is Peter Bookvar, thanks Peter, 31.3 from a, uh, what had been up 11.1. Well, uh, I mean, well look, worse than estimates. Want, I, it's one read on a regional manufacturing it. index. Doesn't mean much of anything. It's interesting because I had American Electric Power on last week, and one of the things that Nick Akins in his swan song was saying, you know what? The economy is incredibly strong in my area. Now, if you look at his area, it encompasses almost every part of industrial America. Almost every part. Right. Ohio, that big swat down to Texas. So I'd rather prefer that than the New York area because our manufacturing prowess other than say cement is not that strong that's a good point we're not a factor no. pennsylvania philadelphia sadly. not a factor sadly give me uh, st louis yeah factor got it keep an eye open for those uh let's move on to some corporate news this morning it's a uh, uh, it's a transaction at least or a announcement that we followed pretty closely last week that was that unexpected uh, unsolicited offer from AppLovin to buy Unity. Um, remember, it was a somewhat complex deal involving some shares that hadn't actually been fully listed, but ultimately was going to give 55% of said combination to Unity shareholders um, and 49.9 roughly uh, of the economics, although they were even offering um, the CEO the right to run the combined company and more board seats to that side. But this morning, uh, we do have Unity saying no. And you'll see uh, the big uh, beneficiary right now is Iron Source because, of course, one key to that offer was that you stop, uh, you halt your deal to acquire Iron Source. Um, you can see that stock is But we badly need sharp. consolidation. You know, if you're a venture capitalist, you still are thinking, number one, I want to do software. That's been the best investment now until this last here, where all the software companies that come public, we don't need them. Like, right. please stop bringing software as a whatever, software as a circus. Well, this would be the, you know, we need this consolidation because the stocks are. Well, off. I mean, the, what the read I get is that, that uh, Unity is very focused on real time 3D uh, for more sectors than just gaming. Um, well, that's what and that Iron Source will help them extend to what they say will be multiple sectors to offer this real-time 3D. Is, who else needs real-life 3D? I don't know. Well, if you take a look at the last quarter, the pre-announcement of NVIDIA, they're betting the farm on this. And mm -hmm. uh, so far, the farm is uh, barren. Yes. So I don't think we need another company doing industrial 3D. What do they want to do? 
military speed. Well, that's that's what that's in part some of they the won't re- tell strategically us. why Unity is saying we want to move forward. They want to do Iron fantasy Source football deal. 3D or all over it. Unclear what AppLevin can do now, uh, and I haven't spoken to people close to that company this morning to try to get a sense as to what their thoughts will be, having been rejected. And you, you've already said you give up 55 percent. By the way, there you. But see what does that say about AppLevin? Hey, we're out of here. Unanimously uh, in in favor of uh, the merger agreement with Iron Source and reaffirming the recommendation to vote in favor of the Iron Source deal. Um, yeah, AppLovin, you know, again, it's not really a lot of roads to go down here. Apple got uh, Sequoia and, um, and Silver Lake are significant owners, of course, okay. of Unity. And by the way, they're also involved in the Iron Source transaction. Um, and they're on the board. One would expect that they were no. key voices here. Okay, so you're an investment banker. You're syndicate to ask your IB. And Silver Lake comes along. Andreessen comes along, right? Uh, and they just say, okay, look, um, we have a deal. You can't say, you know what? We don't want that deal. The market has too many software as a mobile application technology companies. Mm-hmm. And then you say, you know how many deals we've done? You're jam- we're jamming this deal down your throat. Now, I actually saw this happen in year 2000. I'm not, uh, I, you got to stop for a second because I've lost the, your train of thought. Okay, here. I am saying, what are you saying why are these same companies constantly able to do these crummy deals that nobody wants? And the Being the is, iron source deal is a crummy deal? No, I'm saying Wait, the which equity, is the crummy yeah, deal no, here. No, no that when AppLovin came public, yes, it was an opportunistic time to come public, okay. and now it's down 61. percent They've yes. burned every single person and then some. Okay. I mean, you know, only you can prevent farce crummy deals. Okay, so your point is the deal you're talking about is actually the IPO or the. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm talking about the notion that you have these IP, you have these companies that are all dedicated to software, all right? Intellectual property software, database software, and they're all the same venture capital backers, and they're really powerful. And the firms themselves are not powerful, like a Goldman. They, They want to make their quarter. So no one here no is one saying, pushes back and no says, pushback. you know what, not time not, for you not to come time for it. They say, oh, it's Andreessen. we got to do it. They spend a little more time Silver Lake. Ah, that's how they work. It's like, this is how I make deals. Because ah, i got to make the quarter. So what I'm saying okay. is less than rigorous. Okay? Uh, less than rigorous. Okay. Okay. I, I, I've got you now. Right. Took me and that's why we have all this junk that we have to deal with. So why we can't just talk about there. real companies. Well, oh, so you're saying they're not even a real company? Well, a lot of these companies just lose money because they were going to, I don't know, software is everything, David. Well, Iron Source was interesting to me as well because, of course, it had been a SPAC done by Tom Iron Bravo, Sides, and then they decided to we sell have a out. Big, we have another SPAC today, actually, a real company. Came public. All right, we have a real company today coming public. We do? I mean, no, it's not coming public, it's public. Really? Yeah, Getty. Remember Getty in the first round? Yeah. Well, they're back. Kidding. Yeah. All right. See, I'm learning things in real time. It's not the museum, which is an excellent Right here. The Getty is a great museum. Love it. And a beautiful spot if you ever get a chance and you're in L.A. All right. When we come back, concerns about a slowdown in consumer demand, of course. Just talking a bit about that. Peloton and Best Buy do institute some potential job cuts. We'll talk more about that. Give you another look at futures. 15 minutes from now, we get started with another week of trading here in the middle of August. More squeed on the support. More squawk on the street. Straight ahead. Every day, thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create. 
like Olu Sheyi, a Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. All right, major retailers are getting ready to release quarterly results. That'll be this week. And we are seeing more signs of corporate concerns about slowing consumer demand, at least in certain sectors. Peloton telling employees it plans to cut nearly 800 jobs. It also is going to raise prices on some of its equipment and will close several retail stores. And Best Buy also announcing that it will be cutting hundreds of in-store jobs nationwide to reduce costs. This in response to slowing sales amidst uh, what are changing consumer habits. Yeah. Uh, what's the takeaway? Well, changing consumer habits, I mean, this, the actual job cuts are really in that home entertainment business that was red hot when we decided we could work from home. Uh, obviously, the, now, the spend is, is back onto services, people just catching up with their lives, uh, going traveling. Of course, traveling is very uh, problematic because of all the airline you know, cancellations. Uh, Peloton, I, I look, I, I think that that company was obviously terribly overstaffed. And that was a dramatic, look, Peloton, can we just admit that was the ultimate they in were just stay at home. And they were, I mean, they McCarthy. were just getting high on their own stash so much. Yeah, they just. You know what I mean? I mean, but, you know, they just believed. You, I mean, that do? guy. You know you've got a boom. He was going to, I mean, he bought all those houses. He levered himself up. Are you talking about John gold. Foley? Yeah. And then he was going to. John Foley. Thinking I, about running for mayor. I mean, uh, I, just, I was critical of John on, Foley. And I can, all I can tell you is he is very nice. Is he very nice? Very nice. Well, I'm sure okay. I'm not going to be so speaking to him. Knock it off. Move soon. on. Now they got a serious guy in there. Right. McCarthy, man. All right, McCarthy. Yeah. McCarthy. I had love Barry McCarthy. He's no nonsense. No. He is no yeah, nonsense. He doesn't have he does not suffer fools gladly. No. Or even people who are kind of fools. Or even some if even on your own the fool he, of meter he doesn't in any suffer, way. Uh, he doesn't he's, suffer Mensa. He's no. Guy. But I, well, you know, but but is the plan still gonna be able to is it gonna work out here? Just yeah, he's cut, got cut, a subscription cut, idea. Cut your way to, he has yeah. to shrink rather radically. They still own the market. Yeah. They own the market. But, but, but is it, are we gonna be describing it as it's a nice little product? Exactly. You know, it's niche. Yeah. But what's amazing, David, is, is that instead of taking still, over the world, right. people are still downsizing uh, their, their footprint. What? What do you mean? They're Who? off Who's larger people? companies are still oh. doing work from home. Yes. Now, what's interesting to me, David, is we've got this rent mismatch. Yes. Right. We have all these offices that could be turned conceivably into rentals. But and we have a tremendous rental mismatch. 
We so this do, is my idea. We got I mean, an idea here now. This is well, now we moved on far past been. Peloton. Now we're talking about work from home and the fact that well, most no, office buildings home, doing that are forty-five percent, forty-five percent occupied. So that was now, a, a linear, non-linear path I to bed. I just like to keep people up on you. Well, meanwhile, let's talk bed bath first. Wait, wait a second. You were going somewhere with this idea. Of, of oh, the rental tur- idea? Yes. I saw that Adam Newman has a new plan, rental. Thank you, uh, Andrew. Osser. Now, you know, the, 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 the building plates, though, for many of the Midtown skyscrapers, for example, do not lend themselves easily to being repurposed. Now, why is that? We've got a repurpose going on right next to us. It's been repurposing for well, five years. Well, but the older B-class buildings do. They're, oh, they have do? a different way. That, City yes. service? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not an architect. I don't even pretend to play one on well, TV. Well, I'm just saying that if you have a great need for rental... Maybe. What I want to talk about is, is anybody ever coming back to the office full? I mean, are we ever getting back to, no, I, we're never think, getting back to five days a no, week. How about and, four? Can no, I give you four? No, it's, it's all. Three? Um, three? David, I it, think it's, three. it's by you three. Know, whatever you think is right. I mean, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? There's an empowerment of younger people because they can get a lot of jobs. They can determine. Yeah, but now, it's going to end. jobs now. It's going to end. It's not. Leverage is going to go back to the employer at some point. When? David, the man doesn't exist anymore. There is no man. I think it will. And then you'll start to see people show up There's in the no office man. more often. Uh-uh. Never going back to five days a week, though. Never. No, except for us. Leaders of organizations, though, not happy about it. By the way, productivity, it's going down. How many leaders of organizations welcome it? That's an interesting story. Only the ones who don't want to go in the office themselves. It, what, what, what kind of, yeah. Was it only a strong survival? What kind of rap do you give me? No, I'm just saying. If you don't want to show up, then you don't have to have anybody else show up. I'm just up. saying that look, the world's changed, and you and I have been left behind. Well, All we've, right, been dino- we've been dinosaurs for a long time. And we will be for a lot longer because, as I like to point out, they lived for 300 million years. Yeah, they dominated the planet. Sure drift entirely. Yeah. Coming up, this dinosaur is going to tell us what his mad dash is. We'll count you down to the opening bell. One more look at futures. We get started with trading seven minutes or so from now, and we are going to have a lower open. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow today. Pursue your tomorrow with P. Jim, a leading global asset manager. All right, let's get to a mad dash, and then we got uh, an opening bell. What do you got? Okay, David, uh, so a piece somewhat reminiscent of what we've been seeing for a long time. It's a piece by Davidson, do fine research on Deer. Now, Deer reports 819. What's the outlook? Sunny. Fantastic. Well, obviously, there's bumper crop we don't talk about enough, which is why one day food is going to come down in price. But supply chain, like everyone else, still an issue. David, until we get supply chain, not an issue. Jay Powell has to stay on the case and raise because supply chain is Where, where are we issue. on supply chain bottlenecks right now? What are the key gating issues? Okay, where? so I was with Oshkosh, which makes fire trucks. Okay, now that's some pretty safety-oriented feature. They have the supply chain is semiconductors, large, large, but it's also like everything is much more sophisticated. So you could be a door, an axle, 
everything has more technology in it. So the bottleneck was the analog to digital, not unlike the bottleneck we're seeing in the batteries. So you have this whole culture in our country that went digital too quickly without So it still goes back to chips. And goes back to Taiwan and Japan. It still does. Because we don't make them here. And we had no control. And the Chinese, which we don't talk about enough, bought far more by double order. So you have a lot, you know, but we still do not have enough chips to make tractors. So you end up, David, with something where deer deer tries to cost too much. And you can't get enough of them. All right, there it is. We're going to get started with trading here at the New York Stock Exchange. Doing the honors at the big board, Getty Images. It is celebrating, as Jim said, that recent listing at the NASDAQ. uh, I'm sorry, recent listing at the NASDAQ X. T-A-G-E, X-Page, a new digital asset trading platform created by XP. You should mention Getty. Now, this is a company. It's the second time around. And, David, uh, you can see where the stock is, and it's a SPAC, and it's a third. Yes. So what do we say about that? Uh, We say not bad. Small float, or how do we uh, deal with the fact that people are making money with a SPAC? Or is this like a Lucid where you made money for a while? Every so often it happens. Every so often. That's your analysis. Yes. Solid. Yes. Solid. Thank you. Every so often the Phillies beat the Mets. I mean, what is... What, what, what kind of, what does that yes, do? Yes, one out of three times the Phillies will beat the Mets. But you don't have to be that granular. I mean, I'm just saying that there are reasons why a deal like this works. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that it's a real company. Right. Uh, that the company can make money, which I find fascinating in itself, David. Yep. It can make money. So isn't that something? Uh, yes, that is something. Uh, and is uh, obviously an anomaly when it comes to many of the companies that have gone public uh, through the SPAC structure, as we have discussed many, many times. And David, um, more and more SPACs obviously are giving the money back. Yes, they are. They have They're not term- found companies. They are. Buy. Many are, are liquidating. That is starting no, they, to happen when they in a, a much more significant way. Did they believe that there were easy pickings companies out there, or did they just not care because people were throwing money at them? I think it was that. Yeah, they were like, let's take, give it a shot. Well, there's inflation. Like, get lucky, because right? even if the thing trades down to four, we still make a lot of money. Um, a shameless exercise in financial ca- in financial mismanagement, finagling, and SEC not being on the case. Yeah, I don't. You know, I know. Yeah, in some ways. I mean, the the okay. the uh, yeah. The, the well, where do you want to go? The you want to go change in Do you want to go incentives between the two? You know what? I want to go to oil. Because we haven't actually talked about it. You spoke about it at the top of the show, but let's take a look at what's happening in oil. Because as you saw with the, the losers on the S&P, as we get started with trading here, they all are made up, uh, the five are energy-related names. Um, give me your latest take on WTI at 87.25. Okay, well, we've been testing, the, we've been going lower, lower, and then jumping up, but not enough. I think that there's an actual market where oil should be. Between 80 and 85 might be the right level. We have. What happened uh, to all those people saying we're going to be at 120 again well, very soon that or Russia in the fall? Was, they believe that Russia was going to be uh, blocked, that Russia would not be able to get out, and you, you, the, the two million barrels were not going to be able to come online. That was wrong. It turned out that people were not as interested in stopping the Russians like the Indians. They took a they're, you know, 1.4 billion. They're taking all you can get. You get a nice discount on the oil. Oil is fungible. 
The Russians have been able to pump and pump more. Why? Because this war is getting very expensive for them. And it does look like they continue to lose a lot of men uh, too poorly and need more capital right. to finance the war. Will they go to full-blown? They have not want to go full-blown. So, David, it turned out that the world was awash in oil just when these people who were saying 120 uh, were saying 150. You know, I'm, I know, and I'm, I mean, Saudi Aramco is another name, of course. But, but its, they can't pump as much as people. Had its they, largest they profit as a public company. Right. Saudi Aramco no was barely public, but, um, but the they, numbers were. They claim that they're going to produce more, but over time, no. Uh, I just keep pointing out, David, to the idea that you have to take advantage of these declines because guess what? We like oil lower. It's anti-inflationary. We do. Inflation being the absolute boogeyman of our era. And we have something coming down that was supposed to go much higher. And by the way, if you said it was going to 150 or 200, yeah. what have you been able to get away with? Any criticism for being wrong. I know. Now, if you were, say, a head coach in the NFL, let's say you were the offensive line coach who made that call for the uh, Washington, whatever they are, you would be fired. And before the season even started. But in our business, David, we applaud them for being outliers. Well, we move on quickly. Okay, three million we cars. Move on Tesla. quickly. Next. Sometimes there's interesting arguments to be made. They don't necessarily end up with the right, with the right stock price or the right price in the commodity. You've been there as well. I've been you wrong, know? but the thing is, is that David, when I, I've been wrong, here's what I say: I was really wrong about when, because I thought that there wouldn't be a big lockdown. I was not early. I was not debating it. I committed capital, my charitable trust, and the charitable trust lost because of a COVID lockdown that I didn't anticipate. There. Okay. Ping. See, ping up. That yeah. was a deal. That were you here for that deal? No. I don't recall being here for the ping deal. One of the many deal. deals that were because no one needed the company. There are a lot of orphan. Ping is one of 17 are, companies do the same thing. There are a lot of orphan stocks out there. Orphans in a storm. Yes. Absolutely. Um, kind of all right. And we are, uh, we're down, what, 0.4 on the S&P. The Nasdaq already is back to flat, Jim. I'm just kind of looking here around for some of the names that we David, focus wouldn't most we closely. be thinking that retail does better with gasoline? How about Disney? Did you see Disney's numbers last week? Yes, they were quite good. Well, it does, does that take a little of the uh, pressure off of Bob Chapek? Yes, That maybe it does. he's good, given the fact that the rest of that industry has not been good. Uh, yes, I think that's a fair point. I do. So what do we make of that? What do you mean? Well, I mean, you have a person who has been uh, criticized for things that I don't think he deserved, and now he's riding the ship and no one says, you know what? Maybe we ought to reopen the book on Pack and see whether he's uh, not the buffoon that we were told he was by other people. Well, you just did it, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Um, no, listen, Disney uh, obviously had a very good day after earnings, although the stock did uh, come off its highs, but then followed up on Friday with another up day, and you got it is it. up yet again. Spoken uh, like morning. someone who's going to take his kid to college. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you are a lucky person. I know, although I got a long drive. And then we got to move into just a horrible off-campus. Well, David, we have not talked about Tesla. No, we haven't. And, three million, and there's, there's 36, 37 minutes have gone by. We haven't mentioned Musk. 
No, I just thought it was important to go over him because he's supposed to be good for your numbers when you talk about him. Okay, we've done that. Let's talk about Bed well, Bath. Wait, you saw three million cars, right? Well, I, yeah. we don't have to say anything other. Excuse me. Actually, Tesla is a bellwether. Tell me. Important bellwether of retail investing. That's why you follow it. You don't follow it because of whatever he says. You follow it as well, a way to be able to talk about the animal spirits of you, the retail You investment. also follow it because it's almost back to being a trillion-dollar company. So, well, the reason uh, I'm bringing so it up, And so one David, of the by far largest companies well, in the world. David, the reason I'm bringing it up is if you are Brett Taylor, yes. co-CEO of Salesforce, no, but chairman. Correct. Co-CEO uh, of Salesforce, of chairman of Twitter, who is at the center of dealing right. with Mr. Musk and his... Uh, and you probably like to end this before uh, before Dreamforce, but you can't do that. So, David, is this good or bad if you're Twitter that the Tesla stock keeps going higher? I think it's good if you're Twitter because I think it makes it more likely that Musk will um, will say, you know what, fine, I'll I'll pay this ticket. Well, let's move on. Uh, let's settle. I'll give you fifty bucks. Will you take fifty? And you know, maybe if you're that bored. Right now, you're like, no, we're going to nail you. We are, we are going to take you to court and crush you. But you probably should be thinking, all right, but, but my, I can my close question, that deal pretty darn quickly. My, my question is, David, time frame. I can put it quickly. Time and, frame is this. Yeah. Now. Time frame is now. No, not quite. You no. know, LVMH, they didn't start really until they took depositions. Arno is like, no thanks. Arno's the best, and we don't talk about um, it. And, and so... Um, you know, when Musk, when they start to depose people, by the way, they've subpoenaed everybody. Twitter. I know. I haven't gotten a subpoena. All, I felt any, left if out. You're, if you're one of Musk's buddies, you're getting subpoenas. Well, yeah, if you're like one of the fun. investors that he brought in, you're getting subpoenas. They've just subpoenaed everybody, trying to make it just more of a pain for These everyone. Are people who I so think they'll turn to him and go, subpoenaed. come on, man. Really? They're not used to getting subpoenaed. No. Now, when they get subpoenaed, what people have to understand is usually about 20 hours of their time, which they regard as being incredibly important, is taken away and usually tortured by lawyers who do nothing but torture you. Yes, uh, you speak as somebody who has been subpoenaed. Many times deposed. Yeah, that's... Okay, state your name. Something I want Jim Cramer. I have under... It's under... uh, I realize that one of your houses, you call it James Cramer. Is that your house? Yes. Can you identify why it's your house? Well, I bought it. Do you have anything? This is how it goes. When you're deposed, are you taking any medicines? What is that? I object to that. Okay, then we're going to bring a motion in front of a court. We want your list of medicines. Exactly. So nobody wants to be subpoenaed to have to be deposed or anything like that. So they may turn and say, come on, Elon, can't you? Right, they don't want to be subpoenaed. It's a terrible thing. With Tesla up dramatically from its lows, you know, you got more money. You just sold more stock. Maybe you just want to give an offer they can't refuse. Okay, so David, I want one one that you and I were involved with, Micron. Yes. Sanjay Marotra, okay, basically pre-announced the second time. Okay. And even a third time, if you count the meeting that was going on that we didn't know about, about the cloud slowdown. Right. So, the stock is above the second pre-announcement. What do you make of that? The um, first one wasn't really pre-announcement. It was a guide low. What do you think of that? People are looking past it and listening to Sanjay's five-year plan. I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. They're looking past it. Right. That, that the reality is is that the basic building blocks are needed and that Flash might be, or DRAM might be coming back a little more. I just pointed out, but although this same pattern happened after he, uh, when he reported and then he cut numbers and then the stock ran. Yep. But I just want to keep track of MU 
because then you said they were cutting production. And when you cut production, David, the glut ends. It does. What are you on there? I'm looking at a, a report here. You know, remember we were talking a lot about the old Seattle genetics, C-Gen sure, is what chef. it goes by now. Yeah. And uh, the journal had been reporting quite frequently on the imminence almost of a deal to be acquired yes. by Merck. Would be one of the larger transactions. Haven't really heard much. I don't have anything to share in terms of where that stands, but I would note that um, I think this was late Friday, um, I believe, or on Friday. Didn't get a lot of note uh, that this arbitration with Daiichi Sankyo over a 2008 collaboration agreement. Um, uh, Sijin did report the arbitrator ruled in favor of Daiichi Sankyo, citing statute of limitations and a disagreement with uh, Sijin on interpretation of the contract. Now, uh, this analyst and others, I think, also believe that that doesn't necessarily stand in the way of a potential deal, but it was something they wanted to get resolved, if you remember, in some of the reporting before they potentially um, actually agreed to a transaction. Well, so, uh, and the stock sold off a little Dr. Seagal, when he was on Mad Money, uh, has indicated some formulations that really have to do with any cancer, any form. Right. Which would be incredible for Merck, but yep. the amount of money for Merck, it would question their balance sheet. Right. That's the problem. Could be like Disney buying Fox. Oh, here we go again with that. Yeah, I'm just endless. Well, why because do you I, keep coming because back? Because I to want that. to talk about the Comcast downgrade of Atlantic. Comcast got downgraded. Charter also parent got downgraded. Yes, Comcast uh, parent company is now everything stock of which is down 21 percent this year, far more than the S and P. Uh, was downgraded again. Of course, coming off what was not a great quarter at all no. what for the think, industry David? overall in terms of broadband ads or the lack of them, both for Charter. But David, why and do people feel it's such an easy downgrade? Oh. oh my God, it's written by some guy whose last name is Faber. Oh my God, Hamilton Faber? Who knew? Whoa, Jefferson Faber? Ha! No wow. relation, none. Press, very presidential. Nobody's going to be named Hamilton that, in my family. But you know what, that Yeah. That guy's got the college named after him. <laughs> Hamilton that Faber. That was after us. That's fa- no, that's Faber College. That was after us. Was it university or college? Well, we were, were saying you knowledge is good in my family long before long before Animal House came along. All right, so we're dealing with a market that was not, again, the futures indicated a severely down market. The market's gaining its footing. We are beginning to see stocks like EOG, which was a a lot of, I look at EOG because it's one of those companies that has a variable dividend. That's your stock of the day. That's your stock to watch. Right. That's the key to this market is EOG resources. Can that come back? There's a variable dividend. I don't know. Can well, no, it come no, back? No, that's, I'm saying that you, we don't know. That's what we're looking at. But you said it's the key to this market. Well, if it, if it rallies, then I know that the, there's a lot of uh, false pessimism about oil. I see. I see. Okay. Um, all right. Should we go to Bob Asani, get a little bit more on what's going on in the broader market? You okay with that? I'm cool with it. You are? Yeah. You out there anywhere, Bob, or did I miss you already? Well, the important thing here, David, is I'm just staring at oil. We're about to break $87 in oil here. We're talking about the lowest levels uh, since February uh, for that. And, of course, that's weighing on energy. Take a look at the big sectors here. No surprise, energy, the big decliner and some of the big names, of course, Jim was mentioning uh, on the downside here. China is also weighing on the markets a bit uh, early on. But if you look at the semiconductors, for example, they're holding up. In fact, the semiconductor ETF just went positive. Kathy Wood's ARC... uh, 
positive uh, early on, rather amazing. Uh, just negative right now, but it was positive right at the ocean, uh, right at the open there. So that's holding up fairly well. Energy stocks, Jim's right, four or five percent decline. And most of what we call the higher beta names, the uh, APAs, Halliburton, Schlumberger, Devon, they tend to move a little bit more than the overall market higher beta names. So down about five percent overall. The big debate over the weekend: uh, what kind of rally is this? Is this a new bull market or is this a bear market rally? Uh, a lot of big market technicians were out commenting about the fact that we've had a great run at 17 percent from the June bottom. Uh, almost 90 percent of stocks are above their 50-day booming averages. And most importantly, uh, we have retraced 50 percent of the drop from January to June. And that tends to be important because market historians notice that when you retrace a little bit more than that, you tend to hit a bottom. In other words, you tend to be the start of a new bull market rather than a bear rally. So old market historians like uh, my friend Sam Stovall over at CFRA, a lot of people were talking about this over the weekend. And a lot of people were noting how far we've come with a variety of sectors that are more than 20 percent off their lows. If you want to call that a bull market for that sector, go ahead. But... It was, it's rather diverse, and the, the bulls are right about this. Besides Kathy Wood's ARK Innovation, which we've been talking about, consumer discretionary, 27% off of the mid-June low. Technology as a group, 22% off the low. Semiconductors even better than that. The small caps, the Russell 2000, 22% off of their, uh, their lows in June, and the Dow transports. Now, this is not just obviously big cap tech stocks or Kathy Wood stocks. This is a very diverse group of, of different companies and different sectors that are doing very well right now. Uh, so we also see things like uh, banks that are 21%. Uh, above the, uh, their their uh, lows. Utilities as well. So it's a pretty broad rally. You can't just say it's technology stocks. That lends credence to the uh, to the fact that, that we are definitely in an uptrend. The thing that has happened that has caused consternation is the market multiple has expanded. We haven't really seen a big expansion of earnings expectations. They're fairly flat. So on January 3rd, the market multiple, what you pay for a stream of earnings going forward, it's 21 for the S&P. Mid-June, it dropped all the way to 16. That's the historic average. Today, it's 18 and heading towards 19. And folks, when you get towards 20 or so, you've got to make some pretty big claims about the market and about the economy. To get a multiple towards 20, a lot of things need to go right. So you need to see right now in this market, what would you need to have a really strong rally and a, a big multiple? You need signs of decelerating inflation, number one. You need some moderate growth. You need some signs of a soft landing, certainly no severe recession at all would justify a market multiple anywhere near 20. And you need a Fed pivot, the end of the rate hikes and the talk about maybe cutting in 2023. All this seems a little far off, doesn't it? To argue for a, a big multiple, that's the problem the market's got right now. And that New York manufacturing number that we had this morning, well, uh, that didn't help at all. Uh, those numbers were just terrible overall, although the prices paid uh, were uh, helpful to the, to the bulls. Uh, as far as uh, anything moving here today, if you take a look at the, some of these big Chinese stocks, uh, China-listed stocks, here, they're going to be delisting. Uh, and what was interesting is five of them announced they're going to be delisting. Guess what? All five of these are state-owned enterprises, SOEs. There's 270 or so companies, Chinese companies that list here at the New York Stock Exchange. There's only seven state-owned enterprises, SOEs. The government owns them. Five of the seven announced on Friday they're going to delist. And, David, I think this is an indication that the Chinese government clearly is not going to allow state-owned enterprises to have their books examined by U.S. regulators. Now, it's open about whether or not private companies will allow that. And maybe that's the deal that will be made here. Back to you, David. Bob, thank you. Uh, Bob Asani, yeah, taking a look again at those names that are delisting. 
Uh, by the way, uh, back here, as a reminder, you can get in on the CNBC Investing Club with Jim. You can sign up, find out more, cnbc.com slash join the club. Or as we like to say, point your phone at his forehead. Thank you, dude. You're welcome. Or the QR code on the screen. Uh, before we head to break, let's give you a quick look at the bond market. Of course, not an unimportant part of our overall market, is it, Jim? Sometimes we give it short <laughs> shrift. Uh, you talked about, of course, the high in yields in June and where we are right now. That was the top. Uh, on the 10-year, now 276. We had been as high as 34, right? Um, and, you know, we'll see if the financing market opens up as well in certain areas that have been a bit more closed up. I'm talking more high yield there uh, than anything else. We'll be right back. All right, let's, uh, let's get to stop trading with Jim. All right, let's watch Apple. Tony Saganegi, probably will be on TV, saying service growth is decelerated. Should we be worried? At the same time, we're hearing about Apple gearing up more on advertising. Uh, the answer to me about whether we should be worried is that this is a classic reverse head and shoulders in the and Apple trades entirely on, te- on technicals during the period. Represents after, more than 7% of the S&P now. Well, between but when they report. But it's outperformed the S&P dramatically. And, not, you, know, look, you know, the dollar's not as strong as we thought. And between when they report and uh, when they report is when the, you know, the cat's away. So I just say that all these reports about uh, services are uh, fatuous, and you should continue to own, not trade the stock, even as the analysts want you to trade it endlessly. Why they do, I do not know. What do you the got on? almost all the way back. I yeah, look you. at that. I, I told you. Look, I mean, you know, look, it's know. stupid. When oil's down, it's good for the market. So what um, uh, What do you got on that? I'm going to dissect Getty Imaging. Oh, you are? Yes, I am, because I want people to understand how come a SPAC can be good. And it's because it's a real company that makes money. And we just had very few of them. Right. But I'll tell you why also about the supply, the float. Beautiful. Give me the big down. I like you being back here doing this stuff. I was back last week, too. Do you remember? Yeah, I just said it. It was just meant to be nice. I know. But you never know. It's certain, I you know. know. I, I felt nice. I felt we were together nice. for four shows. Then you were out on I Friday. I was gardening over weekend. That Watching explains everything about Mr. Two, nice here. To the Mets. Gandhi. All right. Did you bring up the Mets? I did. Why wouldn't I? Second best record in baseball. We've got more on the markets for you. Don't go anywhere. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.